the beet is the most intense of vegetables. The radish, admittedly, is more feverish. But the fire of the radish is a cold fire, the fire of discontent, not of passion. Tomatoes are lusty enough, yet there runs through tomatoes an undercurrent of frivolity. Beets are deadly serious. The beet is the melancholy vegetable, the one most willing to suffer. You can't squeeze blood out of a turnip. The beet is the murderer returned to the scene of the crime. The beet is what happens when the cherry finishes with the carrot. The beet is the ancient ancestor of the autumn moon, bearded, buried, all but fossilised. The dark green sails of the grounded moonboat stitched with veins of primordial plasma. The kite string that once connected the moon to the earth, now a muddy whisker, drilling desperately for rubies. The beet was Rasputin's favourite vegetable. You could see it in his eyes. This is Kitchen Radio, a new show all about seasonal food, what's growing here in your local community and what to do with it in your kitchen. Good yeah. evening, Rita. Good evening, Beck. How are you going? Good. Very good. Yeah. That was lovely. Yeah. Were you listening? I was. Okay. Let's not mention it. Let's not mention it. I hope yet. you were because it was quite profound, like along the lines of what we've been talking about. Yeah. But we'll get to that. I know we've had a bit of a profound week with some other living beings, haven't we? We have. We I have. Know. It's been there, the smell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yes. And other things as well. That's true. Beck and I have been milking goats. We have been milking goats this week. Uh, first time experience for me out at Happy Farm. Rita and I, uh, last week, Kitchen Radio. Good evening. This is uh, Community Radio, yeah, C FM, <laughs> 102.1 on your dial. If you're uh, listening, you probably know that because uh, you probably deliberately tuned in and didn't just randomly come across it. But if you are randomly coming across it, hello, welcome. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we're uh, live to air in the Alice Springs studio of uh, C FM every Friday night from 5.30. Uh, and this is Kitchen Radio, as you heard in the promo. Um, oh, part look, of the promo, yeah. Yeah, part so of the promo. So it's all about local produce. If you haven't tuned in before, that's what Kitchen Radio is about. And it is a cooking show as well or a preparation of food shows. So, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we've got some more listeners there after our amazing performance last Saturday We did night. an amazing <laughs> performance live on stage last week at Monty's uh, where we made mango and goat's milk lassie over a bunch of electrical equipment. Yeah. Uh, so it was a bit like a tightrope act. Really. And lots of tastings. It was yeah. high stakes, daredevil, tightrope act. Uh, and quite delicious ma- uh, mango goat's milk lassie, apparently, according to people yeah, on the Yeah, I thought it was pretty good, considering it was all local ingredients. Yeah. You know, there was goat's milk and there was mango yeah. and there was orange juice and that was about it with lots of ice. I loved it and uh, certainly audience feedback was all positive. So. Yeah, and the photos are good too. Hopefully we raised $1 million for community radio because uh, it's all about getting independent voice out there in the, on the airwaves. Yeah. 
Um, what next? Welcome well, what have radio. you been cooking? What oh. have I been cooking? Uh, do you want me to start? Yeah, well, I can start if you don't have it no, ready to go. Actually, yeah. oh, I've, got, oh, I've got it ready to go. That's I've good. been very switched on and engaged this week. I did um, last week because we, we planned ahead this week, Rita. Yeah. So both of us bought local beetroot from Food for Alice last week. We did. And uh, I baked what I bought this week and just roasted it. Mm-hmm. Um as I was, I was cooking something else, I can't remember what, but yeah, just roasted the beetroot alongside and then just chopped them up quite, oh, okay. yeah, quite roughly and then made a salad when oh, I just, yeah. just a, ba- a simple dressing. So with, you baked them whole. Baked them whole. Okay. Yeah. And I, um, and then just made a simple dressing with some orange juice, squeezed some orange juice over them and then chopped up some fresh local mint, which actually by that stage wasn't looking that fresh, but it was fresh when I bought it. And it was local. Also from Food for Alice. So I just thought that was a stunning uh, ingredient combination. Oh, I think yeah. classically you would put cheese with that. It would be delicious with feta. So, uh, yeah, so I, I did that. Yeah. I, I actually oh. had two Oops. weeks supply. No, I was really, I went and bought more. I went and bought beetroot and then I came home and I already had beetroot in the fridge. So I actually had two weeks' supply of beetroot there, so I felt compelled to cook it. Yes. And even though I don't have an oven, I do have an oven with a griller on it. So I, um, yeah, so I made baked beetroot with um, with goat's cheese. Yeah. And with local greens and walnuts, roasted yes. walnuts and balsamic vinegar. I was going to um, message and you during the week because I don't have my Stephanie Alexander cookbook with me now because I'm not living at my house, but I was going to message you and say, what does Stephanie say goes with beetroot? Because there's a lot of things that go with beetroot, according to Stephanie and me. Well, yeah. It goes very well with a lot of different herbs. Rosemary. Yeah, I, try, I did read Stephanie. Well, should we... Should we, should we should we declare that this is what the ingredient of the week is? Or do you think it's too early? <laughs> I think it's too late. <laughs> Can I just, you know, I just love the drum roll. Sorry. Can I at least just do the drum roll? Certainly. Right, we gave it away pretty quickly. I completely forgot that we, we hadn't already revealed the ingredient of yeah, the week. Which is beetroot. I apologise. And look, I have to say, I'm sitting here surrounded by beetroot and beetroot juice and there's this amazing beetroot heart that I'm, I'm looking at, which we'll talk about later on. So Yeah. Yeah, so my beetroot salad. So look, because I'd collected two weeks' worth of beetroot, I had golden beetroot and I had some of the heirloom varieties, which oh. are the, um, the beetroots with the white, uh, you know, like with the – I don't know what you would call that, but they're almost like white veins through them yeah. as well as just normal beetroot. Yes. And um, I actually peeled them and baked them. Like yes. um, I, I cut them into little quarters and I I baked them under my oven, with which only has a griller. But it worked beautifully, yeah. Oh, yeah, so you grilled them. I like grilled them. The little pieces. Yep. And already peeled. Yep. Mm-hmm. Peeled with a peeler. Yep. I find this interesting. We're getting going to get out of order straight away. Oh, it's, I know. it's going to be it one is. of those chaos yeah. shows because there's I so know much to there's, talk about. there are some rules. And what there I love are. is that the rules continually get broken by people who go, these <laughs> are the rules. <laughs> I love like, it that you've broken them in one direction and yeah. I've broken them in the other. Look, there is another big rule, which I thought was the rule because I found a YouTube video which was about <laughs> this is how you prepare beetroot. And then Stephanie said the opposite. So this was oh. one about how you cut the tail off oh, yes. and then you you know scrub it and you bake yes. that whereas stephanie says do not cut the tail off yes because cutting the tail off will mean that the juices might you know bleed bleed from the out yes yeah. i'm a bit of a fan of stephanie Inc. if anyone's been listening over any weeks at all i say that every week but um i really am and i i sort of i do agree 
I reckon retaining as much of that earthy, yep. dirty beet flavour yeah. is uh, the more the better for me. Sure. And I'd almost say it's about retaining the blood of the beetroot, mm. even though like uh, the more I've sort of researched beetroot and the more I've used it during the week, I'm just intrigued that it's like it's like blood. Yes. And it actually is really good for lowering blood pressure as oh, well. True. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. So well, it has these some. connotations with, with blood and quite a few vegan or vegetarian like burgers where they use black beans and beetroot or uh, always. So it's it is like a substitute meat. Yes, yes. I think you get that blood in there, the beetroot blood and it makes it very meaty for sure. Mm. Okay. So it's from the Mediterranean. It's the, not. It's the, not. The yeah, the beetroot. Mm-hmm. It's not a mm-hmm. new world food at all. Yes. And the Romans just ate the leaves. They didn't eat the actual root. Are they no longer around? Possibly. They it had is. no idea. Uh, and the, in the US, it's called beet. The beet. Yes. Beets. And whereas here we call it beetroot, which more alludes to the fact that we really focus on the the root part of the vegetable and yeah. less so on the actual leaves. Yes. Beck sent me this photo last night and she was holding this amazing <laughs> beetroot. So I went to Coles last night oh. and they had – I bought two beautiful bunches but they'd, they'd cut off the tops of the leaves, which I was pretty sad about. That oh, was still enough for me to retrieve but really – Oh, whenever I buy beetroot, I really like to look at the, the leaves on it because yeah. I know I, I will cook with the leaves if yes. they're good. Um, and Beck showed me this photo and yes. you had this beautiful beet which is now cooked here with the, with the fresh the freshest looking leaves on it. Yes. What did you do with the um, beetroot I, and the leaves? I got given – okay, so just sort of it refers back to the what's been cooking because mm. I cooked a beet, some roasted beets this week and made a, a salad, a very basic salad with them. Uh, and then gobbled them up, forgetting that I could have saved them for Friday night radio. But um, last night I went to dinner with some friends and they had just serendipitously made a beetroot risotto. So it was just delicious. Very, very beautiful, as you can imagine, but also very delicious. So just completely simple. Well, I don't know all of the ingredients. Mm -hmm. I probably should have got the recipe, but um, it just appeared at the most basic level to be the rice and coloured purple and with grated beetroot through it. Yeah, it's a little bit like the um, grated pumpkin risotto that I made. Yeah, okay. I'm sure there was more complex ingredients in like, you know, garlic and other flavours, but... Uh, very appeared to be very simple to the eye and very delicious and then just topped with a little sprinkle of fresh thyme leaves um, and then served with a side of, you know, cheese. What were we having? Uh, there was parmesan but there was also, yeah, there was also a goat feta, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the ash one that you can yep. buy from the, the ash-coated feta that you can buy from... From Milner maybe. Uh, no, from supermarket oh, I think. I can't remember yeah. the name. Okay, okay, yep. But delicious um, and a salad of course. So, yeah, it was really very beautiful simple and delicious meal and a real celebration of beetroot like that's a big part of it as you said is the color and yeah but also a big part of it is the flavor and when you for me when I roast whole like that I got given at the end of this dinner I got um given this uh my friend said oh Barb said she'd go out to the garden I'll pick you a beetroot for the show tomorrow night and she came back she said I don't know if there's any ready she came back with this biggest beetroot like it's hard to describe on air but since we've now I've now roasted it and whole um, as a celebration of its size and beauty and we've cut it open and as Rita's pointed out it's so much like a heart Mm. and I was thinking oh what will you compare it to you always think about is it tennis ball is it baseball is it soccer ball no 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 No, it's it's the size and shape of a heart yeah so it's got these incredibly beautiful veins through it you can see different chambers yeah you're right chambers of the heart and then these little quasi aortas yeah you can see how there's lots of different multiple heads coming off the top the way the, the green part that I've cut off 
has um, it's like multiple heads of beetroot that have merged into one big heart. So it's so heart-like. You can't. I just it's just such like, an incredible comparison. Yeah, and, and I'm actually so excited about doing beetroot because there yes. is so much to. Can't, talk we can't believe about. we've waited so long to, to talk, talk about, about beetroot. beetroot. Well, I was a little bit sad because I thought that maybe all the beetroot had gone because at Happy Farm I had no beetroot. But I was okay. so pleased when you showed me this photo last yeah. night, and I was, uh, I, you know, it is still available locally. It seems it's very much in season, and I'm, I, to be honest, I'm a little bit confused. I'm ashamed to say it live on air, but what the hell? I don't. I think it's. I think it's just coming into season now, but as in it's a warm weather. It can't yeah, be right I'm because not you need the. To, yeah, I'm not right. We're not a gardening way. show. We're, we're a cooking a show. Okay. Show, well, I tell you what. I, I like think it, it doesn't that, like really hot weather, but then yes. nothing likes really hot weather. No. no. And so I have had beetroot that between have, season. Yeah, but. that have made its way through, made their way through summer, but they have been eaten by mice. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, damn. It's obviously very robust. Yes. <laughs> um, I love it that you've broken the rules with beet in one direction, which is peeling before yeah, baking. I know. And I've broken the rules in the other direction because I bake it whole and then just leave the skin and everything on. I gave it a good scrub That's first. That's not breaking any rules. Well, it does off very often. Like if you Google how to roast whole beetroot, it'll say, you know, you, oh, yeah, you roast the, you know, you heat, you put the beetroot in the oven and you roast it, mm-hmm. dickhead. It's pretty basic. Um, but then once it's baked, the skin peels off easily. Yep. So that it always talks about peeling yeah. peeling the beetroot after it's baked. But I don't know why you would because the skin has such a deeply earthy. Oh, do you leave the skin on? Yes, it's to... just, of course. You can see that. It's skin on. So when you serve it, you leave the skin on? Well, it might depend on whether I was oh. doing a dinner party for the Queen wow. or myself. Or It's never occurred to me to and do that. It's just that. so delicious, yeah. the skin. And also all of these earthy bits like the, yeah. the you know, the... Um, the hairy bits at the bottom and the earthy bits at the top yeah. where the greens come off. They have such an incredible, delicious, earthy flavour. So as long as they're well scrubbed and mm. you don't want to be feeling like you're eating too much dirt, of course, no, but, no, no, but they have yeah. such a great flavour. You yeah. know when you're eating a baked potato that's been in the ground? Yeah, certainly it's got a beautiful flavour. They have that kind yeah. of slightly earthy, you yeah. know, maybe charred flavour. I would have loved to have cooked this massive heart-sized beetroot. Um, it's like the the heart of a horse, actually. It's not yeah, a human heart. Yeah, it's actually larger than a human heart. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Far less harsh. But I would have loved to have cooked it in the ground. I mean, that would have been ideal. But anyway, no time I, and too I wonder with the I have had a thought, which is with this incredible heat here, if you did leave your beetroots out in alfoil or over a couple of days, I'm sure that you could actually roast them in the heat here. <laughs> you think? Maybe in a solar oven? Maybe. I don't know about just in the sun, I yeah. guess. They're pretty but, tough. I mean, yeah. they can be so rock hard. They yeah. take quite a bit of cooking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes I'll even cube them and, and yes. cook them with little sort of bits of onion and yeah. cumin and yeah. use that as the basis for something. So, yeah, I, I do break the rules a little bit when it comes to beetroot. Yeah, well, they go well yeah. with a lot of things, I, I reckon. You know, look, they- I, I do remember eating beetroot from a very early age and it is a very quintessential Australian ingredient. It like, is. It's not sort of like you would have a steak sandwich or a burger yes. and it, it's always got beetroot on it if yeah. it's an Australian burger. The old Aussie Burger, Big burger with a lot. Yeah. For, for those of us that grew up with that culture, is uh, is definitely a thing. You, yeah. you can't have it without beetroot. And I just want to tell a little story about beetroot because when I, I started to see beetroot latte available in cafes, I started to get a little bit excited because I I remembered this. Um, one of my earliest memories of cooking was um, was with beetroot, and you know I came from a large family and we never had you know a lot of excess money to buy things like 
Milo or, or Quick. I don't know if you remember who Quick, but Quick was like a pink drink. So I'd go over yes. to other people's places and they would have Quick. And I'd come home and, of course, we never had Quick and I really wanted Quick. And then I noticed that Quick was similar colour to beetroot. So <laughs> one day I, you know... I took a little bit of the uh, beetroot juice um, from the kitchen and I poured milk in it yes. and I took it into the bathroom and I went to thinking this was going to taste exactly like quick and um, I was devastated it that it tasted really <laughs> disgusting but it looked exactly mm. like quick. I remember mm. looking at it and going, oh, my God, I've made it. It's like a miracle, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, but it never tasted like quick. But I, um, I love no. that story, Rita. That's a great story. <laughs> The innocence of kids, hey? <laughs> if only it looks like it, it'll taste That's like. Right, yes. But, you know, but now you've got beetroot lattes, which I did make one yeah. yesterday and I was a little bit disappointed. Yes. And um, you made it, just remind me, you made it from scratch. Not, yeah, yeah, Not yes. with the powder mix no, that no, you can no. buy from the supermarket. No, but okay. you actually can't. I wanted to investigate it and I asked around and there was none available in Alice Springs at the moment. You mean in the cafes? Uh, no, well, I couldn't find a cafe. Uh, either at the supermarket or health food shops it's had its moment i think so i think so but it goes with the turmeric latte (laughs) matcha latte and then there's the beetroot latte so the gold green and red yes yeah no no i found a recipe too quick didn't even get around to trying one i um i um juiced some beetroots yes and i heated up some soy milk and frothed it with a bit of honey yes and i put them together with a little bit of cinnamon and I tasted it, and it tasted like beetroot juice with soy milk, a bit of honey, and <laughs> I saw that you had posted that on Facebook, looking for locals' uh, look, advice looked, about yeah about, about where, beetroot latte. You know, yeah. where can I find one? And I saw that somebody had commented, "I'm worried about you, Rita." And I thought <laughs> some people might say with that story, "You've got too much time on your hands," but possibly. And, they, I, and people I know who know, you, me know that I don't. I know you, and I know you don't have too much time on your hands. But, I just uh, use my time very. Yes, and you also probably relax and rejuvenate with cooking. Absolutely. With food, which I I get. I do too. That's why we're here on a Friday night, feeling exhausted, having an absolute hoot. Yeah. Talking Um, about food and eating. Yeah, it's my Thursday night thing to do. What'll I go and buy Mm. and cook? Mm. Um, I did cook up the leaves of this beetroot here that I've got here, which I bought from Coles. It was a bunch of beetroots. She admits to that. Oh, my God. Actually, I went to buy the loose beetroots (laughs) and I was so saddened because they were these soft, sad little things, just the loose ones, as well as in one of the health food shops, I must say. They were sad things. So then I found these beautiful – this is before I saw your photo of your – your, your fresh yes, beetroot. the beetroot to make yeah. anybody jealous. Um, the thing I'd say, there seems to be a bit of controversy about um, when you cook beetroots, about making sure that you don't cut too much of the stalk off, so you mm. leave a little bit of the stalk, so that, again, the juice doesn't bleed out yes. from there. Yeah. Um, but the other thing I'd say is if you buy beetroot with stalks, remember that generally it means it's quite fresh, which is good. Yes. But when you're storing it, if you're not going to eat them straight away, and Rodney told me this, you really want to get rid of the stalks because the um, the Stalks and the greens will start taking all the the juice and the water and the nutrients actually from the beetroot. If really? You do, yeah. If you don't separate them. They draw it back out of the yeah. root. Cheeky buggers. So these will get soft and mushy. So make sure if you do buy these beautiful bunches, cut them off at the root oh, when you get home. I never knew that. That's fascinating. Yep. Okay. Well, there you go. I um, uh, Beetroot, is as we were talking about, is a very, you know, it's like a bit of a classic Aussie barbecue type thing a lot of people have had that experience of putting the 
the tray of tinned beetroot out at the Aussie barbecue, either whole whole ones or you're shaking, you're sc- oh, screwing yeah. up I your I kind of love it and I hate it as well oh, because yeah. of all the vinegar that goes with it as I well. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I mean, love it not nearly as much as other things, not nearly as much as this whole roasted dirty beast of a thing that we have yeah. in front of us here and some goat's cheese. Yeah, but I do feel saddened if I'm given a hamburger without beetroot. Yes. Yep. But I think it, it's worthwhile mentioning, I'm sure if you're listening, you've already thought of that already, but we have. I like the idea that we've come up with a few... Um, with a, with a few thoughts about uh, bush travellers and kitchen hacks, it's like what to put in your what to put in your travel kit. I think beet is another good thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, definitely a tin tin beetroot is. Uh, probably... I don't think it's a whole meal though. No, oh no, it's definitely no. not a whole meal. Yeah. But they're just they're good. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I think they're they're definitely good, nutritious and. What other things can you do well, with beetroot? Yeah, well, they're, beetroot they're fashionable. So they're beetroot relish. You can get beetroot chips. Yes, true. They're quite yummy. Yep, they are. In now, fact, yummy. they're probably very yummy. I think they're more than fashionable. I think they're they're fashionable over the long term. They might be having their um, they might be having their moment in time in terms of you know the the wider world. But but um, yes. Oh, the rain's coming. We just had an urgent note to say the rain's coming, the rain's coming. Um, if you're in Alice Springs, then uh, we're, apparently we've got some rain coming, which is very exciting. Very exciting, yeah. Uh, if you're in Tennant Creek or anywhere else in the world, then perhaps you've got a different story going on. But here in Alice Springs, of course, it's always very exciting if it rains or even looks like raining. But sorry, Yeah, I've been about- waiting all day for that rain. Yeah. <laughs> Not, it's not more exciting than beetroot. It's I think it's, it's having but a, it's it's got having the a earthy smell, isn't it? Like you could do that, that, oh, that you know. The earthy smell of rain. And smell the and the earthy, earthy smell, smell of beetroot. Yeah. That's, that's a nice All thing. Right. Yeah. Nice segue into I've, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I've come across one recipe which, um, again, I, I went and bought all the ingredients last night and I came home and then I realised I didn't have an oven so I couldn't cook it. But I am going to try in the next week and that's a vegan chocolate beetroot cake uh, yes. with an avocado frosting. Yes, yeah, I delicious. Really, yeah, the rest, uh, chocolate and beetroot often go well together. Yeah, yeah and so, I have they, made so a, they say. Yeah, I have made a chocolate beetroot cake and I've never been very excited by it. Okay. But I'm going to try this recipe in the next week. Yes, bring uh, it in next week. Yeah, I might, yeah. <laughs> I want to make a beetroot pasta. Yes. So that would mean I w- I've already actually um, boiled up my beetroots whole. Okay. And I will just take the skin off them and puree at least one and I'll make a pasta with that mm-hmm. with you know, flour and eggs. Yes. And then I'm going to make a filling with the beetroot leaves yes. and ricotta and I'm going to fry a little bit of onion and garlic. I'll add my leaves and then add the ricotta and an egg mm. and that'll be the filling. Um, I think I'm going to add some other more tasty green because I don't really feel the beetroot green is tasty enough. So yes. I'm going to add some cavallo nido to that which will give it a bit more... She likes showing off and saying robustness, <laughs> uh, and then I reckon I'm gonna. Um, I'll think I will serve that in a cream sauce with yeah. a bit of pistachio nuts and poppy seeds on the top. Sounds perfect. I wish I could say I'd done it. Yes, but I that's right. Can't. And now we're gonna taste that. Oh no, we're not. She didn't prepare it earlier. <laughs> she just she, this is not one that she prepared earlier. In fact, it's me that's outdone myself by roasting a beetroot. That's it. Oh, no, we've got some greens to taste. We're doing a little bit less tasting on air this week, which ah, is probably a good yeah. thing. Yeah, we're not quite sure that the umming and the ahhing is really good radio, mm, but you mm, know, mm, if someone mm, feels differently, they're really happy to hear us eat. Look give us feedback know. if you want more eating on air. Um, the the uh, One of the other things to mention about the uh, the history, like the uh, cultural 
associations with beat. Like mm-hmm. it's very. I, I know I had a years back. I had a Polish friend, an elderly woman, and she used to she used to very much talk about beetroot. Fancy a beetroot meal, mm. a beetroot soup, a borscht. Um, you know, it's it's kind of got a. When you said it's it's having it's like it's trendy or whatever at the mm. moment. I think that's it's true. very fashionable. It's at the fashionable moment. at the moment. Yep. I think that's true, but. Also, it's. I think over the long term, it's sort of in a strange way. It's a bit subversively, you know, fashionable. It's possibly never term. gone out of fashion, but I yes. think with the new varieties like the the heirloom varieties mm. and the golden and the white, it can add a whole lot of colour to salad. So yes. I think that's why it's fashionable at the moment because yes. it tastes good and it actually looks good. Yes, and there's a bit of a focus on sort of healthy foods that actually look good as well. Yeah, that's right. We're uh, the the health fashion of um, I shouldn't say fashion because it's a damn good idea yep. of eating lots of different colours. Yeah. And is a very nice deep red colour to eat. In fact, uh, we've nearly got as many. Well, no, I'm exaggerating, but but beet, we've kind beetroot of got stains mulberry as the mulberry stains. Show, yeah. <laughs> Do you ever make um, borscht out of beetroot? I have done. I have done. I, I'm a bit of a. You've probably cottoned onto this now. I'm a bit of an experimenter, so I've made a lot of things once yep. and never again. Mm-hmm. So I've made borscht once. The hot or the cold borscht? Cold borscht. I mean. Okay, I've yeah. only made the hot borscht. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I really like it. Yeah. But I don't know if I like it enough to sort of cook it regularly. Yeah. Okay. Well, I definitely, yeah, I definitely like it. I probably made it for that elderly friend to try and impress her, Polish friend, and she was probably very impressed that I'd bothered and she probably thought it was terrible. But one of the things that I think is worth discussing also in terms of beet, oh my. God, look at the time. I know, we is, are running um, out of time. We're the, running the beetroot out of time dip. for beetroot. Have, oh. you got, have you got rules around making a beetroot dip? Because beetroot dip is so delicious. If you're yeah. not sure what to do with your beetroot or you, you have some leftover boiled beetroot or you, you have leftover baked beetroot or whatever, is there such a thing? Like is there ever leftover wine? But if mm. you did have leftover, well, like, is there rules for you? I've only got a rule dip? is that I never buy it. Ah, yeah. I will always make it. I'll buy a beetroot dip. Yeah, yeah, I would never buy a beetroot dip. I would always make a beetroot dip. Yeah, Yeah. okay. And I think, look, I would what about baked boiled? Always baked if I can, if my oven's working. Because there's a lot more flavour. More flavour, yeah. Yeah. But with that beetroot dip, I mean, I cheat. It's a naughty thing to say, but I do like, (laughs) I'll I'll put garlic and lemon juice, but sometimes I might even add a bit of maple syrup to it just because you're trying to get, you know, to really intensify that sweetness. And I know that's cheating, but... Why is it cheating? Oh, well, because the beetroot really should be sweet enough. Okay. I wouldn't have thought of that as cheating, to be honest, but there you go. That's me being a purist. Yeah. Okay, I always think that's, that's creative cooking. Like if you're adding a bit of dum 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 dum, you're mad chef from the Muppets. You're adding a bit well, of this I, and a I bit think of that. The beetroot should be sweet enough that you don't have to add more sugar to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because they are a sweet vegetable. I mean, that's what we haven't are. talked about. They actually are very, very sweet. So sweet, which yeah. is you know again why you can apply them to a dessert. I did once make the you know the the flourless chocolate beetroot cake okay, for, a, yeah. for a friend's birthday with the avocado frosting. I don't know about that. I yeah. can't remember that, but yeah. I know it was. I know I was doing the whole sort of vegan. I might have even done raw. I don't know. I can't quite Ooh. remember. But I was just experimenting, and yep. I was doing like the everything. You know, the the vegan raw, whatever. I, yeah, maybe I'm making that up. But somewhere along the line, there's some truth in that somewhere. And I remember it to be quite delicious. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been the tequila. I don't know, but yeah, I, um, I think beet is. I'd have to say one of my favourite vegetables. Yeah. And uh, that's only because kale is not listening. No, I'm only kidding. No. <laughs> Go. I mean, I just beetroot love beets because there's so much you can do with down. them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. But yeah. beet and kale could go well together as well. Yeah, I think yeah. that a lot of the ingredients we've featured so far 
all go together. We could put them all in one. Have one big show with fennel and beet. <laughs> one big and salad asparagus together. And with a mulberry and mango dressing. And, oh, wow. It could be amazing. <laughs> and then we could listen to the soundtrack from um, the music from each show. I did, I did come across a really lovely story about a big beetroot batter. Yeah. You know, a, a household where there was a, an old man and an old woman and then there was a, a younger child and it was all about actually pulling the beetroot out of the ground. Yeah. They tried to pull the beetroot out yeah. of the ground and they didn't They didn't have enough strength. And so right. everybody joined in, the dog did and the cow did. <laughs> Is it a kid story? Yeah, it's a kid story. And then, you know, they still couldn't pull the beetroot out and then right at the end a little mouse came along and the mouse oh. is sort of that last little bit of strength of the mouse was able to pull the beetroot oh. out of the ground. It's a Czechoslovakian children's story. Oh, I love it. Rita, yeah. you should have brought it in. Yeah, oh, probably too long. I too. We only but have it's half a little an hour. Bit, yeah. yeah. Well, story. I, when I brought this beet home fresh last night, with uh, maybe we can post that photo on yeah on, on Facebook. The the photo of the beetroot that I I got given last night, but with its massive green uh, mop of hair and its you know incredibly big beautiful heart. But uh, it did it did have that sense of you know the James and the Giant Peach. You know, like this beet. Yeah, that just it does got, look like James and the Giant out, Peach. Out of control yeah. and just grew and grew and grew. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's pretty beautiful. Look, and the last thing I'd like to talk about with beetroot is of course juicing beetroot. Yes. Which is I've got some beetroot juice here, and it looks a little bit like a, a blood, sort of like a, a bottle of blood, but it's, it's sure got a does. slightly different hue. And like I, I actually um, that's from this morning. I didn't. I had um, watermelon. I, I juiced some watermelon afterwards. And I didn't use the beetroot juice, but the colour of the beetroot went through the watermelon juice. Oh, so yeah, okay. We didn't actually get to taste the beetroot juice, but we got <laughs> the colour of the beetroot yeah. juice through the watermelon juice. Well, you would have juice. got some of the flavour as well. Yeah. 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 Yes, a little bit goes a long way with beet, I guess. But um, And certainly, I guess you can't, we can't do the radio show without just at least mentioning the, the discoloration of your urine if you're a beet Oh, yes, eater. it's actually got a name. Is um, it? Uh, I wonder if it's like asparagus because we did an asparagus show and learned that that happens to some people and not others. The the smell of asparagus in your urine, but does I it, thought that it, happens to everybody? No, the smell. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was. I thought we discovered. <laughs> <laughs> I. Th- I thought we discovered when we did that show that it was only some people oh, that, that okay. happens to. But anyway, either I way, it was all of us. It's called beeturia. Oh, really? <laughs> The colour, the beetroot colour coming through. The beetroot colour coming through your urine. It's called beeturia. Fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, it's one of those things where you think, oh, my goodness, I need to drink some more water. It's a passing of red or pink urine after eating beetroots or foods coloured with beetroot extract. Yes. So that's the other thing is just the pigmentation from beetroot that can be used in many things. Yeah. I know we've done the one last thing, but I want to do another one last thing. And that is um, when I was growing up, my grandma used to make uh, jellied beetroot, which was, yeah, like a really old fashioned yeah. type dish. Yeah. And I, I'm just, rec- you know, I've loved beetroot from a long time yeah. ago, you know, as a kid. It does have connotations of being a child as yes, well. Yeah. 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 And I think there's, you know, there's quite a few vegetables. It seems like one of those vegetables as a kid that people, that kids wouldn't like. But it's just so delicious. It's yeah, sweet. Well, I, wouldn't, I don't know any kids who don't like Well, beetroot. that's right. But, yeah. you know, they, there's a lot of vegetables kids will regularly yep. balk at. And I think you'd think, logically, you'd think beetroot could be one of them. It's quite sort of yeah. quite a full-on thing. But no, it's just so good. Yeah, it's they beautiful. Do, they don't buck up about it. They love it. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> they, look, and the last... They, those children. So on that whole same sort of 
tangent. There's a Middle Eastern dish called a toshi lift, which is if you go to any of the um, mainly, I think, Lebanese takeaways in Sydney Road in Melbourne, they've got these beautiful bottles of turnips that have been, um, that are in like a a brine, but they're pink. And they're pink because of the... um, because of the beetroot in them. Yes. So they're brine turnips, but they, they've turned pink through the beetroot. And I do make my own every, maybe once a year if I can get good turnips. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And I've definitely never done that. Have you ever made, we've really got to go now, but have you ever made a beetroot relish? No. No, I can't rem- remember if I've I have. I've bought a beetroot relish. Yeah. But I think yeah. a beetroot relish is another. There's so many good things to do with beetroot. Yeah. And they're definitely uh, around at the moment. If they're not available locally at Food for Us, which I'm pretty sure they will be. Yeah. They're definitely in the community garden. They're definitely in people's gardens. Um, Look, I just tend to eat them. I mean, all those things like relishes I think are great when you've got a lot of them and that's yes. my understanding of why you'd make a relish out of it. But yes. if you've only got sort of one bunch, I'm going to eat them rather than True. make a relish out of them. You can grate it. Delicious with balsam. Oh, oh, beetroot, yeah. I love you. And, of course, we all know that beetroot goats really well with halloumi or with goat's milk cheese. Yes, strong flavours. Yep. Maybe a good Riesling. Yeah. So Some possibly that's cheese. just a little bit of a clue as to next week's secret ingredient. It might uh, not be that secret. I should. Yeah. <laughs> I should just credit um, the literary extract that I read at the start of the show uh, which, if you were good and tuned in early, was just incredible, incredibly good reading I did, <laughs> uh, except for when my phone went screen to screensaver mode and I had to restart it, uh, about beet. But that, of course, was from Tom Robbins and the novel Jitterbug Perfume, which I read so many years ago now as a teenager, but it's like uh, it just has mm. stuck. It's def- definitely lodged in my memory that it's, yeah. a, it's a love affair with the beet, that whole book. It's yeah. just it's a very delicious book because of that. It's beautiful, yeah. The... Uh, um, I mean, the poem is good. I haven't yeah. read the book, well, but I thought the poem was good and the beetroot is, yeah, is good too. It's probably yeah. not a poem, but it's an extract from, it's an extract, from yeah. the book, but yes. So to summarise, I'd say, you know, the beetroot, it doesn't have a strong flavour, but it has such an intense colour. and I think it's got a very strong flavour. Yeah. Rita, come on. No, you left it late in the show no, to be it's so controversial. Sweet. It's not a strong flavour, but it's... Uh, it's got a beautiful texture, but I wouldn't say that it's a strong flavoured vegetable. I'll work on her after okay. after the show, especially with some of that that baked skin on the beetroot yeah, heart possibly. that's in front of yeah. us, dirty yeah. and earthy and very flavoursome. Okay, thanks for listening. Are no we, worries. Are we going to play a song? We are going to play a song. We're All playing right. a song by the the Ducks. I think they're called the Ducks. Yes, that Laurentia gave me called the um, Old Pot. Yes, and the Ducks are a folk fusion band from um, Manitoba in Canada, and they use banjo and fiddle and all sorts of things so um, thanks for tuning in and we'll speak to you all and we'll hopefully we'll talk to you all next week thanks for tuning in this is community radio keep supporting renew your membership (laughs) 